be a little bit tired, but can't complain. And yet you're out here making content. I know, for my people. Gotta love it, gotta love it. Yeah. How about you, you're, um, I can't hear you properly, Shani. You sound a bit muffled, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, that's Chris it. Much better. We're live and direct now. I had, I had my charger in last night. Oh. And I made progress. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Hello, hello. After all the noise you made about my microphone last time, can you imagine? <laughs> I'm even scared to mention the word microphone after the way you guys destroyed me. So <laughs> let me just fall back with that. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Is she still, are you still holding this grudge against us, Lisa? No, no, I let things go, you know, you know, forgiveness and everything. Right. I'm not one to hold a grudge. We're not going to put that out there, anyway. We're not going to let the people know exactly why, but as long as you forgive <laughs> us, then we can move on from this. Exactly. <laughs> We're all friends. No, for real, for real. You done anything interesting this weekend? Um, I had, well, you know, apparently Boris has said that we can, um, two households can come together oh, yeah. like two small yeah so I had um I hosted my sister and my niece they came around for Sunday lunch today so that was quite nice yeah. but mm. I'm so exhausted um I didn't do any prep last night so I woke up early did some cooking um and I thought I'd be a good host and get dessert and everything so I really pulled out all the stops but I'm just knackered because it's just not typically what I do so oh it's but, a shame um, we're not in the office otherwise there'd be a packed lunch somewhere right literally but so that the fridge is rammed with like all the food um that they didn't eat the leftovers that i'm gonna have probably for the rest of the week as well so i can send an uber if you want yeah no worries yeah <laughs> oh man how about you what have you guys been up to and happy father's day by the way Ooh, yeah um, you gotta be nice to me today we're nice every day well uh, we try to anyway yeah exactly i was about to say but yeah, no, it's been good. I've enjoyed it today. I woke up to a breakfast with some toast cut out into the shape of a heart. Um, I had some, I had cupcakes and I also had a dinner and some cards and stuff that were made. I asked them to massage my foot, but they were like, yeah, no, nah, dad, no, <laughs> we're, we're not doing that. <laughs> so um, yeah, I kind of had to take what I could, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It's been nice today. So oh, they spoiled you. They did, they did, they did. So it's it's been all right. But the next part is I need to go and get something and give it to my dad now. I think before he puts me in cusses. Yeah, but he needs to understand priorities now. I've got I've got to enjoy the day first, and then I can I can hit him. Jeez, listen. But Sunday evening and you're only remembering your dad now. I remembered yeah. him in the morning. I sent him a message saying, you know, cheers for, for being a great dad. And I even put a post on Instagram for him. So he's never oh. going to see it, but hang tight him. Get <laughs> <laughs> your dad on Instagram. You need to get your dad on Instagram. That's what you need no, to do. No, 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 no. Because I put a picture of him once and the reaction, I realised that, yeah, I don't need to give my mum that headache. So I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to tell him to stay off Insta. I don't want any, any part of that drama at all. Oh, it's too funny. So, but yeah, it's been all right. Good, good. Yeah. And Shani, how about you? Um, yeah, it's been productive this weekend. I've uh, been decorating bedrooms, so yeah. two down, two to go. And um, what else did I do? And yeah, just been spending time with kids. I think my little littlest daughter's um, broken a, a bone in her foot, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Um, yeah. Doing what, may I ask? 
do you know what stuff she wasn't supposed to be doing (laughs) typically yeah (laughs) mum always used to tell me if you don't hear you must feel this is true she was told a number of times do not do cartwheels in the kitchen because (laughs) there's piles on the floor and if you fall you're gonna hurt yourself um so so yeah she she's um She's suffering a little bit, not massively. I say she's broken a foot, and I'm just sitting here on a podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, I was about I'm to really say, like, about this is a bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to beat this up. <laughs> oh, man. She, she's telling me that she thinks she's broken. I don't think she has, but she's just being very dramatic about it. She's not oh, bless her. So, but yeah, but apart from that, it's been a good weekend. Um, yeah, I went to the park yesterday, just been, you know, making the most of it. Yeah. Love it. It's been hot, and I think it's meant to continue this weather for the rest of the week as well. So yeah, Wednesday and Thursday are going to be crazy. I think up to thirty degrees, maybe Thursday. Ooh, working on my tan. Yeah, yeah you need to. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be mm-hmm. the same color as my hair by the end of the week. You've been you've been looking very pale. Yeah, I, I, I did think so myself, but. <laughs> oh, oh man! But anyway, look, we are here for one reason and one reason only and that is to launch our brand new pod the remix Woo-hoo. pod indeed so, exciting times isn't it mm-hmm. definitely so i think the first thing obviously there's people listening and they're hearing a bunch of new voices they know what we've been doing this weekend yet they don't actually know any of our names or anything very like that. mysterious exactly so <laughs> i think we should just fly around quickly who is everyone? Mm-hmm. Let everyone know. I can start if you want, or I mean, actually, no, ladies first. So, person one, person two, who wants to go first? I know who wants to be person one. So please go ahead. Oh my god, are we doing this again? Okay, I'm I'm Lisa. <laughs> I'm Lisa, one of the co-hosts of Remix Podcast. She actually said co-host. To be fair, I was expecting to hear host. I'm I know. Not, I'm I know. not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm trying to censor myself, you know. I really am, guys. You know, I couldn't take the verbal tongue lashing last time, so I'm on my P's and Q's, best behaviour. Lisa, we were not that bad. You're making us sound very horrible. No, honestly, I had to really, like, lick my wounds and, you know, have a look at myself and say, you know, Lisa, be a team player. Don't hog the mic. You know? Oh, so. my goodness. You know, I think now we have, to, we have to put out an outtakes one at some point, maybe at the end of the year. Christmas bloopers, I think. Yeah, yeah, just so that you can hear why why Lisa is uh being censored. <laughs> why Lisa is no longer the hostess with the most I know, I know. Oh man. So right, that's Lisa. And the next person, please. Um, I'm another co-host called Shani. Hello. Yep. Awesome. And finally. Finally, my name is Ed. I am also a co-host. Can you see the equality here, by the way? and um yeah so that is it so ed lisa and shaddy we've come together to create a podcast as i mentioned before and our perfect perfect co-host here shani's about to tell you what it's about aren't you oh don't do this to me Last time you said that, and then you came out with this list, and it was perfect. So I thought... it was, wasn't it? It was literally like she'd rehearsed it. So I think, and I haven't. <laughs> we totally off guard. No, I'm joking. Oh, All right, do you, know, do you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you a moment to think about it. But the, probably what we should, in that case, at least while she's thinking about it, 
let's explain how we decided to get into this group and why we started to start the podcast. And then we can actually explain what this podcast is going to do and how it's going to feel that void for everyone listening. Well, okay, so, I mean, kudos to you, Ed. So initially it was your idea. <sighs> it was your... I know, I know, it was your, your brainchild. <laughs> although, although I was the one who named the podcast. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was your idea. It was your idea. Okay. I and so, and I guess, I, I guess thinking about the timing of it, um, there's been a lot of interest in a lot of things that we've been doing as Mix the Network. Yeah. And this was, I guess, one of the ideas that we banded around as an offering, just so we can be heard, yeah. um, have some decent conversations, open up conversations that allow people to um, be educated, mm-hmm. um, understand some subject matter. Um, I guess really, I guess to really underpin some of the uglier side of race, um, ethnicity, discrimination and things that people might not necessarily know a lot about. Yeah. It provides a bit of a safe space, a forum. And I guess really we want to just encourage people just to listen um and even help with some of the content but ultimately it's really to tailor to our audience yeah. i'd say what do you think ed yeah no i agree i agree i think with the actual mixed group the mixed group is like it's a forum where everyone is safe to come and speak and be it whether if you've got a gripe with something you're seeing some stuff in the news or it's been like this is frustrating look at this and you know we're having a discussion about it or for some people it's just coming to get educated you don't know what people are going through in other communities i can say that I know a lot about what's going on in the black community, but I don't really know a lot, for example, that would be going on in the um, Muslim community or anything along those lines. So I can educate myself and see what they're going through and how to best best learn how to deal with some of the issues that they're going through or how to help or how to contribute. So I think that's what I see from the group. I think some of um, the content that hopefully that we'll get a chance to discuss on other podcasts mm. will also just kind of give a bit of a flavour to some of the diverse sub- subjects that we'll be speaking about. Um, and hopefully we'll, we'll get a bit of interest from you guys, the listeners, and um, we can take some steer from you as well and kind of give you guys what you want to hear. Yep. So, Lena. Is Shani with us still? She is. She's I'm writing out the list. No pressure. <laughs> so, exactly. So, we mentioned now, this is kind of what the group's about. Um, yeah. This is how we became friends, funny enough. Yeah. It was, it, it's actually, it's, it's been really good. So, we had a common cause where we've kind of been upset about the same things, um, especially with kind of what was going on at the time. Well, I'd say at the time, what's still going on now with mm. all of the Black Lives Matter protests and generally, the, the finally, the kind of uprising and I wouldn't call it an uprising. Is it an uprising? It's not. Just the frustration that's kind of boiled over now regarding, you know, years and years and years and years of oppression and people just kind of finally getting fed up with it. And the death of George Floyd, um, may you rest in peace, being the kind of straw yeah. that broke the camel's back, really. Definitely, yeah. So that was how we ended up getting together. I, I was quite frustrated one morning and I got directed to Lisa who calmed me down and told me about this great group. And, told me and to your join. life has never been the same again. No, it hasn't. It hasn't at all. <laughs> Whether that's for the good or bad, I'm yet to, <laughs> to decide. <laughs> but, no, it has been, it's been a great couple of weeks. I've learned a lot and we've also been able to get a lot together, including the podcast. 
So Shani, yeah. 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 without further ado, what is the podcast? <laughs> this podcast is all about re-educating, rebuilding and redefining the way that we think about, talk about and deal with race. Jeez. Love Thank it. You. Thank you. Shani, can you say that again? One more time. One more time. Okay, I will. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is all about re educating, Uh rebuilding, redefining the way that we talk about and deal with race. I missed something come up there. You guys are flopped the second time. Oh no. no. It, does, it doesn't matter. It, we 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 caught we caught it the first time, but we were just being spoiled with the second one. No, it was it was serious. I like that. Yeah. You know you've got Thank a job you. saying that every single episode now, right? Okay, I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna be more prepared as well. Um and just to segue as well onto what or, no to add on to what you guys are saying mm. about how we came together. Um like I just think it's really important that we do have these forums as a community yeah. to talk. Yeah. Um and I think it's important that people from outside of our community can hear these conversations as well. Um I think we've got a great time at the moment to capitalize on kind of the way that everybody's feeling and making sure we channel those feelings, whether they be negative, positive, mm-hmm. into a really positive cause and something yeah. that's going to um, change things and move the conversation forward. Like, I think that's important. So, yeah. Exciting no, definitely. Time. Totally agree. So mm-hmm. I think, go on, Lisa. I, think we've, I was just going to just um, say off the back of um, Shani's comments that I think we've got some really great momentum and what we seem to have this time around is that people want to have conversations. So yeah. it's not so much that some of this stuff is being imposed. People mm. actually want to ask questions. They want to know how they can help. They want to know how they can be re- re-educated and change their thinking. Yep. And so I think we've got um, a brilliant opportunity with both the Remix podcast and Mix as a network yep. to really champion a lot of things. And we do have quite a few um, offerings and things that are coming up. So there's a lot of good things happening. So out of a really bad situation, I guess it's allowed us to have some great um, activity yeah. and momentum and direction. And I think we kind of needed that. So I'm kind of proud of that. Yeah. yeah. I think if we don't, if we don't do things now, like we do ourselves a disservice, because like you were saying, it's such a horrific time. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been horrible. Um, if we don't make sure that we make our voices heard and, make changes now when we do ourselves the distance going forwards yeah i agree so what do you think has kind of like sparked such a discussion i know i touched on it very briefly on what i thought it might be but this has been something that's quite unprecedented we they've said that this is the biggest kind of group protest ever um and it's when you think of the word ever you're thinking well this is bigger than the 60s or not the civil rights movement itself was going on so what 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 do you think has kickstarted it and suddenly given everyone this kind of vigor to actually go forward and try to get educated or contribute to some sort of change? I think we all saw the the video, or if we didn't see the video, we all heard about the mm. the killing of George Floyd, um, and I think that 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 moment in watching that video has just kind of completely shattered everybody's kind of views about policing in in the US like mm. from a from the standpoint of where if you didn't think there was a problem before now you know yeah um 
And I think for black people, it has highlighted stuff that we've been saying for such a long time about the way that we're treated um, yeah. when it comes to law enforcement and not just in the US, but in the UK as well. Um, yeah. And I'm sure we'll touch on that and go into that in more detail on another podcast. But um, I think the reason why this has been so powerful is because we've seen images before of of, pe- of, of unarmed black people being killed by the police but in every single one of those kind of videos or images there's always been a get out there's always been a well he was resisting arrest or we weren't sure if he had Mm. a gun there's always been an excuse but this time there was nothing like it was there was video before showing this man was not resisting arrest um there was the video clearly showed that he wasn't a threat after a certain point or or, or he wasn't a threat ever yeah there you go um and we watched this man die on camera, on video, and yeah. there was mm. nothing that you can say that can mitigate or change or, you know, justify what we saw. Um, yeah. And I think people had enough. I think people who didn't know before are like, this is disgusting and it can't happen in 2020. And and people who, who knew about it long before are just like, we're done. Can't do this anymore. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, um, I think this time around as well, we're kind of a bit united and there's a bit of solidarity in the fact that everyone was able to see the wrongdoing mm-hmm. um, on screen. So as you were saying, Shani, that, you know, usually there's some sort of ambiguity with the videos where there's an issue where you're not 100% sure or there was something that wasn't quite clear. So it's kind of opinion-based, basically, when people see things. But in the case of George Floyd, you're really watching eight minutes and 46 seconds of someone being murdered. And I think the images of the, um, you know, the recordings, there's no two ways about it. You can't question it. And I think black people and white people and everyone in between has, you know, come together to really just say how appalling it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we've kind of got the the movement that we've got, because it's not just black versus white. I think everyone came together mm-hmm. in solidarity. And even with some of the protests and the marches, it's black, white, Asian, all different mixes of people, pardon the pun, um, <laughs> that, that were that were literally fighting against racist yeah. and injustice. And so the bigger piece there is not that it's the police, not black versus white, but it's just a bigger injustice. And it's kind of like blown the doors open and it's kind of made people say, do you know what, you know, it's time that, you know, time needs to change basically. Yep. And I think that's why you've probably seen in the press that everyone seems to come out every other day with a story about a racist situation, microaggressions, their experience, what they've gone through in different industries. Um, So I think it's, it's just kind of exposed a lot. And like you're saying, people are tired. Yeah, that's it. People are tired. Yeah. And I think that last point that you made was a really important one. So I think although everyone is coming out and talking, um, there often is a bit of confusion as to why the protests are happening. So mm-hmm. it's not solely because of George Floyd that we people are protesting. It was a heinous, heinous crime. But mm-hmm. the reality for many Black people is that this is something that has been happening regularly and for mm-hmm. a long time. So the protests are happening for a multitude of reasons. They're talking about general racism. And a lot of people claim that they're not racist or they'll say that they're not racist. And rightly so, because they're not saying you know, certain words. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're talking about systematic racism, mm-hmm. uh, things that have been put in place over years that have limited the growth or hindered the growth of certain races 
all of these kind of things are things that people are protesting for. And I think now that people are starting to understand because people are coming out and talking about the microaggressions, um, mm. the experiences that they go through, almost a different world that they live in. Like, for example, mm. in America, they always talk about two different Americas. Yeah. You've got the white America and you've got the black America. It's the same place, but we see it differently. And the same thing mm. can be said in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think by people explaining those and uh, those experiences that they go through, this is now opening eyes to people like, wow, this isn't right. Yeah. Somebody's skin colour shouldn't define how their life is led or how it goes. Um, totally. And I'm so happy now that it's happening and hopefully we can continue to kind of contribute and make our small changes in our own ways. Definitely. I think what you said about systemic racism is important because I, and I've said it to you guys before and I've said out loud that this may sound slightly controversial, but I decided a really long time ago that I don't really care about individual acts of racism. Mm. Um, I care about the systems that are in place that mean that we're not on a level playing field and mm-hmm. that means that people who are not white um, are sometimes not afforded the same opportunity as their white counterparts. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, it's about breaking those systems down and we can't change the world, unfortunately, like all in one go. But what we can do is we can impact our circle of influence. And I think that this is what that's going to do. Yep. Um, if we can get people around us talking and those people talking to one other person. And so it's a ripple effect. Yeah, um, definitely. At some point down the line, we will we would have, you know, affected as, as much change as we can and, and make sure that our kids are, you know, growing up in a world where they're not limited by anything, especially not. Um, the colour of their skin you know what I totally agree and another thing I think um, what this wave or this movement has given us is we're being heard and I don't know about you guys but I feel like in the past we've been seen but not necessarily heard and I feel like now whether we've got a seat at the table or not we're, we're literally kind of banging the door down just so you listen to us you know but I think it's, it's not such an issue now for us to actually say things and challenge and question um, and be slightly more, um, I don't want to say aggressive, but we're, we're, we can be a little bit assertive. more... Assertive. Um, it's a little yeah, bit more assertive of what we're, we're trying to get done. Ex- exactly, because because it's, it's, it's the time for it now. So yeah. it's just, I don't know, I just feel like everything has kind of come together at the right time so definitely it's, it's we're being we're being heard now can as we, well as being seen yeah sorry i'll just jump right. can we just deal with this <laughs> word aggressive because exactly. one, at one point we are going to deal with microaggressions but it that's a big one so sad that you said aggressive whereas actually the connotations that black people are aggressive rather than being assertive when actually that's why i was hesitant yeah yeah. You're asserting your right to speak, and you are, you know, you you have every right to speak up, and you have every yeah. right to stand in your position and be confident in it. And I think, even within our community, we need to deal with the fact that we we like you say we're hes- we're kind of like mm, maybe it's aggressive, but no, it's it's not, and it's we not. need to get away from that. It's not. It's not being aggressive. Uh, I'm so happy you said that, man. I felt that in my soul <laughs> because the number of times when. You know, even at work, you'll say something and it'll kind of be like the looks that you get. It's like, oh, you're coming a bit, calm down, Ed. Or it's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What, do you, what do you mean, I'm calm, calm down? <laughs> I am calm. Like, what? But, Ed, um, you are pretty chilled, yeah. I'm the most are. laid back. If I was any more laid back, I'd be on my back. 
but um, be horizontal, be horizontal exactly <laughs> but you know you I speak with my hands and I'm not yeah. the smallest of people so suddenly it's well calm down Ed and it's like I haven't done anything look yeah. but yeah no like you said we need to break down some of those stereotypes as well which oh, I can't wait to talk about anyway but it's one of those um, go-to phrases, yeah. isn't it? I think mm. when we're talking about biases and we're talking about, you know, prejudgment and we're talking about stereotypes, there is certain perceptions that people do have yep. of black people or ethnic minorities, whether it be our abilities or, um, you know, the lack thereof from their perspective. There are certain go-to phrases that you find people just band around. Yeah. Mm. And the problem is they don't realise how... Um, how detrimental um or or even career limiting to be honest with you in some in some instances um some of these words and phrases are yeah so i think i mean obviously there'll be more time for this when we do maybe one of our um subject matter podcasts but i think there's certain things that we can address in a bit more detail but i think it's good that we're having the honest conversation now because i don't think we would have been in a position to have these kind of conversations previously no that's it And the floodgates are open, like you say, like everybody is talking, like, yep. you know, the amount of friends that I've got who are like, I'm writing a book, I'm doing this, I'm doing, and it's all about their experiences, you know, walking through the world in the skin that they're in. And mm-hmm. um, and I'm grateful for it. Like, I'm, well, I'm grateful that this movement has started. I'm, I'm horrified by how it started, but I'm grateful yeah. that we're in this time where people are talking and people are saying this is what happened to me. It's not okay. Let's change it. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is the amount, the volume, um, the velocity, the, I don't know, there's just so many stories. Like I can tell you from colleagues to peers, friends, family, when you sit down and you listen to everyone's, you know, um, situations, their stories, their um, instances, uh, their recollection of things that they've gone through. There's just so many mm-hmm. and I just think that it just speaks volume to the fact that things really have to change yeah and they will I'm, I'm actually yeah. quite confident now I mean this is probably the most confident I've been in my whole life that I actually know what there is about to be some change I think totally there's been a, yeah. a, a mirror held up to everyone because of how out there this was mm-hmm. um and it's challenging people almost to look introspectively and be like mm-hmm. okay what am I doing? Is it enough to simply not be racist? Mm-hmm. Do I need to go out and actively be anti-racist and actively mm-hmm. try and break down some of these constraints that are on some of these people's lives? So, and that's, it, it's us, it's it's white people, Asians, all for, it's not even, I, I think that's another thing. Some people get a bit upset because it's, they think it's only black lives that we're talking about. But yes, we have been one of the heaviest and the hardest, uh, is that the word? We've been the hardest hit by yeah. by what's going on, but what we're actually challenging as well is not only just racism towards black people, but racism full stop. The mm. color of somebody's skin should not change how their life is led. And, and, and sorry, go sorry, ahead. we're so eager to jump in. Sorry, uh, <laughs> the only thing I was going to add was that. But at the same time, we want to we want people to understand that the colour of people's skin should be embraced and also celebrated for their individuality. It just should not hinder somebody because there is that yeah. kind of phrase, I don't see colour, which is another thing that yeah, I'll talk about later yeah. on. But go on, Lisa. 
So what I was going to say is that um, that piece around racism, I know everyone is quick to put their hands up and say, I'm not racist, yeah. you know, best friend's black, you know, you know, my, my, my son, you know, whatever, whatever, there's always a story to kind of mitigate. Um, yeah. But I think what people need to understand is that racism is a spectrum. Yeah. There's like a, a measure of it, right? Mm-hmm. It could be your preconceived views because you don't interact with enough, I don't know, people from ethnic backgrounds or diversity. So you've only got a stereotypical view, mm-hmm. which is seen in the media or, mm-hmm. you know, in the press. So your view of black people is only based on the kind of fake news, right? Yeah. Or you have the extreme racist that, you know, just, you know, hate black people and would gladly shout at every, you know, black or ethnic person that they saw. Yep. So I think um, there really is something, you know, obviously to the point you're saying about the mirror, people need to look at where they are on the spectrum. Do they have um, preconceived views? Do they have biases? Do they have things that they think about? Would they like their child to date a black person? Like what, what measure on the spectrum you know do they sit at because I guarantee there is a place on the spectrum for everyone and ourselves included so I think what I'm trying to say uh, maybe very badly is that I think we all need to kind of look into ourselves and think about some of the judgment that we put on people and try and break some of those down um, or get better educated as to how we can understand communities and people better Um, and I think ultimately if we're all doing that then we're all working and moving in the right direction to make sure that there aren't these injustices or it's not always the black or brown people who are calling things out. Yeah. There are other people who we can use as allies that can see it without being prompted that this is bad behaviour. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'd say also on that spectrum there, you've got a, there's a more insidious side of things. So, you know, when we're looking at opportunities for, say, for example, young black boys, if they're going into job interviews and they're not being interviewed by anybody that looks like them and the interviewer has you're, like you say, this preconceived notion and therefore they're not going to hire these people. Yeah. It it moves it along from that kind of just that that individual hurt to a broader system of, mm-hmm. of injustice and lack of opportunity. Um, yes. But also on just an education piece, because we are about educating people. Um, mm-hmm. We talk about Black Lives Matter. I think it's important for people to understand exactly what that phrase means because yeah. I, I always think it's so simple, but then you talk to people and you're like, actually, there's a real lack of understanding about yeah. what this is. Like when we say Black Lives Matter, there's an implicit two on the end. So Black Lives Matter too, not yeah. not mm-hmm. more, not less, you know, they just matter as well. And yeah. the only reason why people are having to say Black Lives Matter is because Black people in the States, but also in the UK as well, were being disproportionately killed at the hands of the police. Um, And that's why at the moment, the focus needed to be on black lives. The same way actually in, um, you think about the seventies with the Stonewall riots and the LGBTQ plus community, Mm. at that time, the spotlight needed to be on them because they were facing injustice. Not to say black people weren't them, but you know, Mm. there's always points in history where there are a group of marginalised people that need to be supported. Yeah. And yeah. right now, um, it's been going on for longer than it should have, but right now, the spotlight yet again is on the fact that black people need to be supported. Yeah. And like you say, if we can eradicate, um, if we can eradicate systemic racism towards black people, it kind of naturally flows that systemic racism towards other races goes as well. Because Definitely. what we've always seen throughout history is that 
black people will stand side by side with their other counterparts to make sure that they're not discriminated against too. Yeah. Um, even recently with uh, uh, COVID-19 and the fact that in America, and I think in the UK as well, okay. a lot of um, Asian people, Asian as in um, Southeast Asian, Chinese, even Chinese looking, whatever that is, people were being attacked so people would assume that someone from Vietnam was Chinese and then they'd yeah. be beaten up with Vietnamese person mm. because they were like you've spread corona and yeah and black people are outraged by that as with everyone but black people stand side by side and say actually no this is messed up like we're not that's not cool we're not having that yeah you know so there is something to be said for the fact that um activism in the black community is not is not ever just for the black community it's yeah. for the wider community um, and I think it's important to know yeah. that. And I think we've, fortunately, we've, Eve, just in a couple of weeks, I've been in the pod, not in the pod, mm. in the mixed group, sorry. Um, I've noticed how many of those allies that you've spoken about earlier on that we also have. And mm. some of the passion that you hear from people that aren't black or are people that you wouldn't expect to hear that kind of passion and, and understanding from has been really quite good to see. And yeah. that's kind of what we want to encourage within more and more and more people because that's how change happens. Yeah, it's really refreshing. Even money's with you because mm. um, when we do have our mixed meetings and there's certain conversations that would typically um, we would be passionate about as black people. When you see um, some of our white allies and other people who are just as passionate or even kind of mentioning certain things um, ahead of us mentioning yeah. it. Is refreshing because it means that there's things that are actually changing. Yep. Yeah. Um, that it's not a us versus them. It's actually a we now. Yeah. So um, we're all kind of working together, and the whole solidarity thing is really kind of coming into play a bit more as well. Yep. And I think it's that's why it feels different this time round because yep. it doesn't feel like we're fighting everyone this time. Mm-hmm. It feels like we've got allies, and that word seems to be key this time round because. Mm-hmm. We're aware as black people and as ethnic minorities that our voice is not really heard. I think we make up collectively 13 or 14 percent in the UK in terms of population. Mm. So it is important for us to have allies. But when our allies get it naturally without us kind of, you know, forcing an agenda on anyone, it just makes it so refreshing and it makes it not easier, but it makes it more hopeful. Um, for us to actually, you know, affect the change. Yeah, like what you said before, Lisa, isn't it? It's not. It's not a white versus black issue. It's a everybody versus races. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, as long as we remember that, like we're all we're all fighting the same fight. Definitely. Yep. So yeah, no, that's it. I think that's that sums up why we're doing what we're doing. Also, but I wanted to do the one thing I wanted to add that what we aim to do not only educate we want to also celebrate as well so i think i, I yes. touched on it earlier on um, when i mentioned about kind of celebrating people's skin colors and diversity in general if we can mm. celebrate that as well and show some of the good that also helps get rid of some of these negative um uh stereotypes that people have so yeah. like you said lisa if you haven't been around certain people you only see a very a small definition of who they are based on mm-hmm. TV or music or film or any of the mm-hmm. noble word of mouth even and that's all you can go by when you yeah. start to see that wow actually you know what people are doing this and people are doing that it helps slowly break down some of those things and I think that's another thing where we spoke about trying to really get out of this by 
going out there and actually showcasing the good things that are happening in these communities as well and what mm-hmm. ethnic ethnic diversity and true diversity actually means and how it yeah. can be celebrated properly. Yeah, definitely. I think that's important as well for our young people. We talk a lot about... Um, yeah. When we talk about education, we talk about teaching. There's been a lot of petitions at the moment about teaching kids about Britain's colonial history. Yeah. But equally, we need to... Young black children shouldn't go to school thinking that their their history starts with slavery and ends with Martin Luther King. Yep. They need exactly. to understand that they did some great things. There are so many inventions that black people came up with that yeah. they need to feel like they're a part of. Because if you grow up and you spend all of your your school in life which is what in how many 11 years of school well, well, think, yeah thinking that it's a struggle and that's all you do is struggle yep. you know that does a lot for the psyche that does a lot of damage to a child's psyche it does that into the world so yeah definitely something and this, this is the thing i think there's something about there needs to be a level playing field because going back to the point we made about things being systemic it's even starts in the schools right so when it starts in the schools it will affect your confidence or you it will even limit the abilities or your options in terms of what you can do and what you want to do and then you kind of go through life always on the back foot because you never had that equal level playing field to start off with so it is really important that it does start in the schools it does start with building up your children it does start with the conversations and understanding who we are as a people and your history your true history Mm. um and then at least you've got a a sense of um i don't know there's something within you that you 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 feel like you can be and do whatever you want and i know that as kids we heard oh you can do what you want you can be what you want you know you can be president you can be prime minister but then when you go into school and you kind of see how maybe black boys are treated or you look at the grades or you look at certain things that aren't working in like you know, your favor yeah. it's not necessarily that way yeah. so it has to kind of go a lot deeper where we kind of need to go back to basics and even the school systems in terms of systematic things need to change that's it so that's like what our tagline was shady one more time for us so we could grab what that was it's all about re-educating rebuilding and redefining the way we think about talk about and deal with race there we go so when we're talking about the schools and almost overturning that whole systematic um racism piece it's about like you said re-educating people redefining Mm -hmm. how we're looking at all of these various races and finally rebuilding the structure yeah back to how it should be and I think we are definitely going to do that very soon. We're making the first steps, I think. We are. Ooh, I'm excited. But (laughs) so for anyone that is listening now, um, if they wanted to kind of get in touch with the group or if wanted to speak to any of us, is there a way that they could get in touch? There is. There are multiple ways. <laughs> Reach out to any of us directly or you can look at our Yammer page, um, Q page. And I think we have an email address for yes. the people as well, don't we? Yes. So for, obviously we're not saying anything. However, the people that we work with, <laughs> if you yeah. want to get in touch, follow the Yammer page, um, the mix page. Uh, and for our actual email, it is the remixpod at gmail.com. If you have any sort of questions, if there's anything that, you know, would like to be discussed, 
Or even if you think you like to be on the podcast um, on a certain topic and there's, there's points that you could contribute to, then by all means, drop us a line. We'll be more than happy to kind of get in touch and see what we can do. Um, and we are really interested in um, hearing from our, our listeners, I guess, as well. So if you do want to challenge us and you want to have some um, discussion or you want to be interviewed, then we're more than happy to um, to invite you to come and join us. Exactly. And it's not... We're not, we're not coming to argue with you. We're trying to learn as well. It's uh, it's educating on both sides. For Definitely. where we have knowledge, we can impart some knowledge. And Definitely. if you have some knowledge that, you know, we can learn from or something that we can take in, then by all means, please come. Come and share it with everyone. Like I think at the moment, knowledge is key. And we'll call it a friendly debate, not an argument. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's a friendly chat. Believe it or not, we, we do love a chat, believe it or not. Um yeah can no. <laughs> no, you know can we you know can we take a moment to actually clap for lisa i think she's done well today thank you no, i'm really happy to that guys honestly the peer pressure last time got to me i'm really she, dialing it back and just being no, chill be, be good I, I, I respect it so i have to give her her flowers there but very multifaceted i can give you different versions of me trust uh, me we like this one it's all right leave the other ones please okay. <laughs> yeah. wow okay thanks i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking bring the ball you want to see them but awesome. um, cool so i think what you should do is if we wrap it up there um because this was only an intro you don't want to give them too much of the episodes that are to come um but there's so much more to come there is so 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 much more and so we'll probably try recording every week hopefully um so we'll let you know on the next pod and also where to find us spotify apple podcasts and anchor fm um we can send out links and links will be there or if you go on to apple apple or spotify and search the remix pod we should come up so yeah happy listening and i hope to have everyone back next pod like subscribe share hope you've enjoyed listening I have. <laughs> Didn't need your sympathy. <laughs> it was just me and the crowd going, woo, yeah. I don't want to listen this, but okay. <laughs> Us three will definitely be listening. No, we're listening. I, I enjoy our conversations. I'll listen back most definitely. But yeah, hopefully everyone else awesome. is listening as well. But to my beautiful co-hosts, Thank you very much. Um, and next pod. Oh, he's a charmer, isn't he? In it. I've been practicing <laughs> that one. Hey. <laughs> anyway, everyone, have a good evening. Me too. Thanks, Ed. I shall talk to you Thanks, all Jenny. later. <laughs> <laughs>